0: Well, what a weekend we have in store. Gotta love the uh, weather that Jamie Tweel just gave us. And I'm pretty excited about the fact that um, my region, along with others, will be entering stage three today. Not that I'm going to take advantage of it, but I'm happy for the businesses, you know, restaurants. You'll finally be able to eat indoors if they have uh, can adhere to guidelines and safe physical distancing. Bars will reopen with the same uh, guidelines: gyms, fitness centers, movie theaters. Your gathering limits will be expanded to 50 indoor and 100 outdoors. But before you go crazy here, throwing a dance party, you have to be able to make sure that you can have proper physical distancing adhered to. Um, and music classes and tutoring, uh, tutoring, tutoring for students can resume. Um, and playgrounds also a go for the kids. So a lot of things opening up: Halton, Hamilton, York, Durham, and Niagara today all part of reopening Stage 3. Toronto Peel, nope, not you. But it's funny because a lot of people are pretty excited about this, especially businesses. But uh, you think that the mayors would be on board with this, but Markham Mayor Frank Skirpiti, uh has concerns about heading into Stage 3 today. Frank, welcome to the show. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and thanks for sparing some time for us.
1: Well, I'd love to, and, and great to hear you again in person. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, tell me about it. It's it's good to be with you now. Frank, um, you're a reasonable, level-headed kind of guy, and you definitely want what's best for for Markham. So what are your concerns as as we enter Stage 3?
1: Well, I agree with your comments. Uh, Stage 3 is wonderful and that we're going to be able to support uh, more local businesses, and I I absolutely welcome that. But I I will say it's uh, proceed, proceed with caution, actually, an abundance of caution. And that's for everyone. I, I have to applaud the businesses, uh, what they did in Stage 2. It was very evident, certainly here in Markham, that, that everyone worked hard to make sure their, their tables were set up, physically distanced, uh, didn't matter what business you walked into. You saw that they had masks, uh, they had PPEs in some cases, depending what what the businesses were. And they, they took all the proper steps. And, and that really does not change just because we move inside. In fact, what I do say is I think we have to be more stringent when we go inside. So when it comes to the, the bars, uh, we don't want people shoulder to shoulder uh, at the bars. There has to be the zones created, the space created. And in fact, probably more than two meters, because there's certainly a greater risk once you're indoors. Gyms, gyms, the same thing. I, like, if you're a member of a gym, Before you walk in, call them. Find out what their deep cleaning policy is. Find out what protocols they have. If you typically don't work out, and and, uh, sorry, when you work out and you don't have gloves, wear gloves. We cannot let our guard down. The last thing we want to do is uh, is really to ruin all the work that we've achieved so far by, by not taking the proper precautions. That's really what we're all saying.
0: Frank, when you tell people to wear gloves, are you getting that directly from the uh, public health officials in your area? Because I have heard conflicting reports on wearing gloves.
1: You know what? Um, At the end of the day, and and this is what we've always said, it's not about one thing that is going to protect us. This is, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're walking into a storm. We are walking into a storm. And when you go into a storm, you don't say, you know what, just put your winter boots on and you'll be okay. Don't worry about the winter coat. No, it's wear the boots, wear the winter coat, wear the scarf, wear the mitts, wear whatever you need to protect yourself. And at the end of the day, there's not going to be one thing that's going to ultimately provide you that, that protection. It's about making sure wherever you're going, and it'll, it'll change depending what you're doing and where you're going, is that you take all the steps necessary to, to protect yourself.
0: Frank, Chairgirl Girl was in the news again this uh, week. She basically got a slap on the wrist, was able to keep her social media feeds active. I guess the judge felt that she learned her lesson. Um, but she posted a video that is uh, making the rounds online right now. And it was uh, shot Wednesday on King Street West in Toronto from Arcane Nightclub, who have basically said, hey, wait a minute, we, this is not something we sanction. We're pretty safe. Uh, priority is uh, safety is our top priority. Um And they're cooperating with all the guidelines that are in place. But sometimes patrons get out of hand and it looked like there was a bunch of young people partying on this patio. No regard for physical distancing in public. Are you concerned when you see videos like that coming out of Toronto that, you know, Markham, just north of the city, is, uh, you know, that younger demographic poses some serious problems? And how do you how do you communicate the message of, you know, safe physical distancing to people that have COVID fatigue?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, look, I, I I just say you know we've all done stupid things in in our life, uh, but I'm going to be. pretty Sounds like
0: it. someone has a story, Frank.
1: <laughs> well, look, okay, I didn't throw a chair over a balcony, but I will say wow. this: I, I wouldn't gauge my uh, my standard of how I'm going to uh, protect myself against COVID-19 by by chair girl. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so obviously, uh, the, you know, there isn't a lot of thinking. Uh, in terms of uh, how she's moving forward with different aspects. And that's okay. It's a, it's a free country in many respects. But when you put other people oh. in danger, uh, that, that's, and the, you know, maybe the chair over the balcony is a good example. It's a free country, but it doesn't mean you just get to do whatever you want to do and endanger or put the other uh, people at risk. And that is true about COVID 19. And, and the other thing, Kelly, this is what I've said, I, and you just heard me say it. I do applaud the businesses. For everything that they've done but case in point this responsibility belongs to all of us it's not just on the backs and the shoulders of the businesses uh yes unfortunately you know sort of the constraints that we have and when we're passing uh, legislation yeah there's there's certain constraints but i'll tell you in terms of societal responsibility to lay this all on the businesses is wrong we all have the responsibility uh to do our part we If we let our guard down, there's nothing more that that the virus will will like. Because the moment we let our guard down, this virus jumps from one human to the next. And at the beginning of this crisis, we heard very clearly that anywhere from 30 to 70% of the population will get COVID-19 minus a vaccination. We right now, for for the best information that we have, is that less than 1% have gotten Mm it this virus so we can't afford a surge we couldn't afford the surge in in uh, the first wave and we most definitely can't afford a a major surge in the second wave because look at the disaster that's happening south of the border
0: are you concerned about that younger younger demographic and how are you getting through to the uh, younger demographic in in markham about you know gatherings because we're hearing that kids are doing throwing these parties
1: yeah, I would just say that, that again, uh, what we're seeing, uh, and, and there's a lot of responsible young adults out there, I'll just say that, uh, and, and like any demographic, uh, there's going to be a certain segment of the population of that particular demographic that, that doesn't get it for one reason or another. And, uh, you know, I understand uh, the sort of the, the pent-up demand that there is, the, the restrictions that we've had, uh, this is not about saying that we have to be as restricted as we've been, but as we let go, as we further interact with each other, uh, it doesn't matter what age we are. Look at you know, there's a study now that that just came out the other day, and again, this stuff is all information that that we have to give some seriousness to in, in thinking that, that, that kids between the ages of 10 and 19 actually do a great job of spreading this virus. So I think we're going to need more information about that. And again, that's no one's fault. But, you know, deal with the information that we're given. Be smart about this.
0: Okay, listen, Toronto's not able to enter stage three. So Main Street, Unionville, not too far away, drives it draws people from all over the GTA. Are you worried about crowds showing up?
1: Well, we didn't see it in, in stage two. Uh, we didn't see that. that uh, but this has been my my position too. It really, uh, at the end of the day, uh, whether it's just across the street from Steeles Avenue, uh, whether I go from from Markham to another part of the GTA, we're, we're an integrated you know community here. People shop, they dine, they visit a particular favorite spot that they they've heard about. Uh, we need consistency, and I and I get back to this point. Uh, whether it's open this week or next week, at the end of the day, what we do need is consistency in the rules because the public does get confused and they don't think about, hey, I just crossed Steels Avenue or I just crossed the the Durham-York region line. Uh, That that consistency helps in, in getting the information out and then also for people adhering to those rules.
0: We're speaking with Markham Mayor Frank Scarpitti. Um, John Tory, the Mayor of Toronto, asked the Premier to add six safety conditions for bars as they get ready, hopefully uh, soon, to join us in Stage 3. They include mandatory masks for patrons, except when they're drinking or eating, no standing except to come and go, and uh, additional restrictions on capacity. Have you also reached out to the Premier? And if so, what are your asks?
1: Very similar, uh, very similar in fact, uh, the, the, all of us as the uh, the top ten large top uh, ten municipalities, when we met uh, earlier this week, we issued uh, a statement uh, from uh, the greater Toronto mayors in, in that particular group, and uh, we, we indicated we support that. I had a, I had the gyms added again because I think uh, you know that that's an area where again, we want people to go out and, and use those facilities. But, you
0: know... What specifically did you um, request regarding gyms, Frank? Okay,
1: so there's things like uh, protocols about deep cleaning. There is the issue, again, to say you're limited to 50 people. Well, there's different sized gyms out there. So you have everything from the large, large operators uh, to the medium and small and, and I would say that indoors, when, when you're working out, you actually need more than two meters physical distancing. You're, you're breathing harder. You're expelling uh, water droplets. Uh, again, uh, we have to think about how we create that safe environment. So I, for one, first things first, would call my gym and, and find out what they're doing, understand the protocols that they're taking, take whatever steps you deem is necessary. If it's, if it's wearing gloves, if it's not wearing gloves, maybe bring your own sanitizing uh, wipes that you can wipe down up the, the bars of the equipment or the handles of the equipment, do whatever it takes. So, yeah, it's about putting in those extra measures, Kelly.
0: All right. Well, we're going to speak with somebody hopefully from the good life who say that "Ah, you don't need to bring your sanitary sanitary wipes to the good life. We've got everything under control. We've got stringent um, copious uh, hand sanitizer and stringent wipe down stations. But we'll talk to them a little later on the program. I want to uh, congratulate you and your uh, region for entering stage three today, Frank. And it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Stay safe and hopefully hopefully. Um, people adhere to our safe practices before I let you go what message do you hope to convey to uh, your constituents today that might be tuned into the show
1: really just to be smart the way they've been smart up to now so uh, absolutely go out and support the local businesses that are open in stage three but if you happen to get to the restaurant you want to go to you open the door and you see that it's really busy you know what come back another day go to another restaurant just be smart about what you're doing as you would if you were going out into uh, having to drive in a storm. You're, You're extra cautious, you're paying attention, you're watching the road more carefully. All of those things really apply to the way we have to carry out our life probably over the next several months.